Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm speaking today with publicist, film publicist, Peter Schilling. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Emily. I have to say I'm glad that you're a film publicist and not just a random publicist. (laughs) Yes, that wouldn't be as much fun. (laughs) I don't want to just be a publicist. So we're talking about (laughs) movies that are going to be showing at the Trilon. Trilon, yes. Uh, And I'd like to maybe do a quick shout out to the, just remember, the Walker Art Center has a kind of an interesting little online thing. Oh, cool. Um, I guess they're not opening up. I had spoken with someone probably until the fall. So okay. we can expect they're going to be making, I'm sure, announcements yeah. about all that. Um, but I miss that cinema because they always have really interesting stuff. And yes. It's a beautiful theater. Yes. And uh, I can imagine they miss it more than more than anyone. <laughs> yes, probably um, so. But online they are uh, doing a weird thing. This is the Walker now? This is the Walker Art Center, so yep. sorry to confuse you. We'll start with them. Cleveland Free Cinema. So um, there are these two kind of um, avant-garde, I don't know if you call them avant-garde, uh, underground filmmakers um, who use animation and reconstructed images and even text um, for these short little movies. Um, Robert Banks and uh, Bruce Chesefsky, I think is how you pronounce his last name, um, they're good friends. They're, I think, in their 60s now. And they've been making short, um, kind of very strange short films um, in Cleveland um, for years and years and years. And it's the type of thing that shows, you know, you're never going to see these things in a movie theater, except yeah. unless it's at, attached to your modern art theater. And there we have it. So, um, <laughs> and it strikes me as, you know, this would be the type of thing where, oh, yeah, it would be great to see this um, at the Walker. Mm-hmm. Um Probably this wooden screen, I'm guessing, even at their big theater. It might be at, um, I think they have a little screening room that often shows little shorts okay. in repeat. You know, So if you're coming into the museum and you were wandering around and you would duck into a theater and see like some of these crazy short films. Um, but if you go to walkerart.org um, or Walker Art Center Cinema, it'll take you right to the page and you can watch these things. Um, you can start watching them for free. Um, starting on the 6th of April and it goes until the 19th. They're kind of doing these things where it's not like, oh, you can just see these anytime. It's, it's almost like a curated movie event where for two weeks you can watch, uh, these interesting, um, little films. And if you don't want to sit down and watch, um, them straight through, um, just, you know, pick one, watch one, watch your, watch whatever television show you're watching and then go back and, and watch some other ones. It's just, you know, I always like to try to get, turn people to the walker just to see things that are kind of takes us out of our uh out of our norms you know like yeah whatever we all have things that we like you know i like classic older movies there's people like superhero movies people like this and that and it's like find little things that get outside of your comfort zone and i think that the walker does a great great job of that and it's not a traumatic comfort zone we're not talking yeah <laughs> we're not talking a racer head here yeah uh, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so that's at the Walker. That's at the Walker Cleveland Free Cinema. So they're celebrating two two filmmakers from the city of our sister city of Cleveland. We'll just, we'll just call it that. I don't know where that came from, but I've determined <laughs> that that's the case. All so, right. um, and then uh, at the Trilon. So I don't remember, we talked about this before coming on the air. I don't remember, I feel like I've talked about Wong Kar Wai yes. um, before. And um, he's a uh, Hong Kong filmmaker. 
and just really highly regarded filmmaker. One of my uh, best friends, Kathy Smith, who's a programmer at the Trilon and at the uh, Film Society. Um, I believe he's her favorite filmmaker. She certainly talks about him enough to make me believe that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But his movies are amazing. And I know the programmer at the Trilon, John Morritt, he loves One Car Y as well. And he's been super excited to try and get his movies to play there. Um, They've always been very difficult to get and they've just been recently um, restored. And so um, what some of these are, I don't mean to so, interrupt you, but Wong yeah, Kar what Wai, era? Yeah, no, in the late 90s, early 2000s. He's okay. most famous probably for a movie called In the Mood for Love, which was released in 2000. Okay. And along with David Lynch's Mulholland Drive, there's kind of a, a battle between which is considered the greatest movie of this century for wow. now. Okay. Um, critics are just, they just fall over themselves um, talking about In the Mood for Love. Um, and it's... In the Mood for Love is a period piece. It's gorgeous. Um, it mm. takes place in 1962, and um, it's these two characters who have adjacent apartments, um, and they spend time talking. To, they they come to realize that their spouses are having affairs with one another, and so these two kind of end up having a friendship relationship, and it's just them talking kind of about what this means. And it's a very romantic, very lush film. Mm. Um, and the Trilon is bringing in eight movies of his. And so, so if you like In the Mood for Love or 2046, which is kind of the sequel, or a movie called Chunking Express, which was um, an early, early film of his that um, became very famous because Quentin Tarantino championed it. Okay. Um, and they're all kind of fun, and um, there's a lot of romance um, in his movies. Um, but John at the Trilon has managed to pull in I mean, this is an amazing list. It really is. It's like early, early stuff. A lot of stuff I haven't even heard of. Um, but I'm going to do my best to see all of these. And with the recent loosening of the restrictions, the trial on, which was having only 20 people, now can bring in, I believe, 30 or 35 um, okay. people. So a li- just a little bit more. There's still some social distancing. Um, still got to wear your masks. Yep. Still no food. Um but it's a really this is the type of thing where unless you want to watch these on Blu-ray or on uh streaming, mm-hmm. this kind of might be for the next ten years probably, this is gonna be the only time you're gonna see all these on the big screen. Wow. It's really an event. I mean, it's really an amazing um I love stuff like this because when you have all these bunched together and can watch them all in a month, you can kind of see how a person's filming career developed and yeah. you can see the themes become apparent and plus it's just it's amazing to be able to watch these with other people i always yes. love seeing movies with other people there's an intensity to that um maybe even conversations happen afterwards and it's just i believe you learn a lot more um with that kind of social element uh, thrown in so i'm very excited about it because this is a case where here's a filmmaker i've only seen two of his movies and um i'm eager to see see them again so yeah. trylon.org is where you can go. Uh, I would get tickets for these things because 35 seats is still not very many right. seats. And yeah. I get the feeling they're going to be, um, I don't think it's going to be a secret that this is a pretty special event. So I think people should uh, grab their tickets and go check out the trylon. Well, Peter Schilling, film publicist, talking to us about a great event in uh, short films at the Walker. You can learn more at walkerart.org about that. And then a Wong Kar Wai series coming to 
the Trilon. Learn more at trilon.org. Peter, as always, thanks so much for chatting today. Thank you, Emily.